What it do, everybody, on this beautiful Friday? Can you dig it? It's the goddamn GSP back in its motherfucker again. How's it going? God damn it. I finally upgraded my motherfucking phone. I didn't had the same phone for the past four years. I didn't have the iPhone 7, and now I got the 11. And this motherfucker big as shit compared to my other one. Because I ain't never had a case on my other one. This one. This motherfucker door for my shit. And, and you know I had to go get the uh, the otter box with the dad clip. So I could put that motherfucker right on the side for the barbecue grill action. You dig? Um, but yeah, I fuck with I got the, uh, the purple joint. You know? Ain't really use the camera or nothing like that. Uh, probably going to be recording some skits here soon. So we can fucking figure that shit out. Uh, see how good this camera really is. See what all the hype is about. Um, you know what? We're just going to go ahead and get into it. Uh, just like Kev on stage, I'm going to be reading uh, the advice from uh, Six Brown Chicks on Twitter. So we're going to go ahead with the first one. Uh, question one. Uh, husband of three years reveals that he has a choke fetish. <laughs> I choke him in bed, but he says my grip is weak. <laughs> I woke up and found him masturbating in the garage with an extension cord around his neck. He argued when I cut him down. <laughs> I'm afraid he's going to take it too far. Please help. Girl, goddamn, what the hell? This man, like, isn't that how them, um, what are some of the famous actors that died from autoerotic asphyxiation? Because that's what it is. Asphyxiation is a hard-ass word to spell. Shit. Damn, I fucked that one all the hell. Uh, celebrity David Carradine was one who died. That's crazy. Oh, that was Bill from Kill Bill. Ain't that a motherfucker? He died from that shit. That's wild as hell. He had five wives in his life and uh, openly admits to the fact that his sexual preferences lean into promiscuous and dangerous. Kevin Gilbert died at the age of 29 from this man beaten off in the garage with an extension cord around his neck. And you cut him down. Like this motherfucker was swinging like a punching bag while j- jacking his meat. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> you shouldn't have to deal with that shit. That shit is just ridiculous. And if that's just how he has to get off, then he should have told you that before he before y'all had gotten married. Because that is, that's a lot. Especially for you to find out later on down the line. That's just, that's just too much. That motherfucker really ain't shit for not telling you that shit. All right, next one. Uh, dated a nice older woman for four months. COVID struck and I moved in. Discover she changed her name to mine. She says we're getting married because she's not slacking or shacking. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I guess I'm engaged now, but I'm not sure if I want to go through with it. Advice. Fam. You are in it for the long haul. If you ain't got nowhere to go, you look looks like you married now. Y'all together. Because she about to drive your ass to the courthouse on purpose and y'all motherfucking getting them goddamn papers. You feel what I'm saying? It's it's a done dot unless you just unless you got somewhere to go, man. It's gonna be like get out in that motherfucker. That she ain't slacking nor shacking. You dating shaft? What the fuck? <laughs> what kind of shit is this? Boy, this COVID shit is a motherfucker. And you know what else? It's like um I actually got another question. I got two questions. Uh one was uh what do you think of people moving back in with their parents during the COVID time? And I was like Hey, I think it's a good idea, honestly, because, I mean, you know, money tight. 
You dig what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it, this is in normal times. You know what I'm saying? And desperate times call for desperate measures. And those measures need to be took like a motherfucker. So we're going to have to go ahead and do that shit. Because, I mean, ain't nobody judge. Because I, I, I would live with my parents if I could. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't give a shit. You know what I mean? And I don't judge anybody who else is doing it because of the COVID shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's nice living by yourself. You know, that shit. But at any rate, question number three, part one of two. This is going to be a long one. For the first time in our relationship, I'm working. I'm working, and he's home with the kids. My four-year-old son FaceTimed me from my hubby's phone, and our female neighbor was there washing the dishes. Hub says she comes over to help, but he didn't tell me beforehand. Uh Uh-oh. I told him we don't need nobody doing chores. He says she is free help and is good with our kids. That and that I need to quit being uh, quit this jealous bullshit. This woman is a fat girl with a pretty face, a type you know how they roll, and she doesn't speak to me. Advice. Well, you got a shark lurking in the pond, goddammit. She's on the hunt. She about to motherfucking snag snag the game up. It's about done for you. What kind of bullshit that like and the dude is 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 on some shit. And and he don't talk and she don't talk to you. You already know she up to something. That's some goddamn bullshit. She lurking. You know what I'm saying? She only come around when you ain't there. And when y'all see each other outside, she don't speak or wave. And the motherfucker ain't shit for having her over too. Because he trying to get down with the get down as well. You know what I'm saying? So I mean I mean if y'all got an open relationship, which you probably don't. Yeah, man. All right, now what else we got here? Ooh-wee. Question four. Boyfriend of two years came over for dinner. He left He left to get garlic bread and then went missing for 10 days. I was distraught looking everywhere for him. He finally appeared, explaining that he went to drug rehab. He has no proof and he still gets high. What do I do? Well... Maybe you are annoying as hell and he wanted to get the fuck away from you for a little while. That's that's the first thing. All right? All right. Obviously, the motherfucker lied because drug rehab ain't 10 days. That shit is in blocks of 30, 60, and 90. You know what I'm saying? Um, 10 days and the motherfucker still getting high? For, for what drug, though? For weed? Because, I mean, you know, like, I don't really give a damn about the weed. But if you out there just doing a bunch of pills and, you know, just doing heroin and fucking... Hitting the uh the fat Joe lean back on the on the corner, you dig what I'm saying? That's that's a different case. Next one. I slept up with my baby mama, and she's pregnant again. I'm engaged, and my fiance has no idea. God damn, I don't want to be with my baby mama, but I don't want anyone else raising my kids. I like to move my baby mama and kids. In with me and my fiance. How do I do this successfully? You bring them both over, and then you have a fireside chat. You you say, "Look, you are the two women who are the most important in my life, and I don't want to let y'all go." You put it right there on the table, and you see how they react. All right. If you just just throw it out there, I mean, because you don't, you never know how people react. Because there's a lot of polyamorous relationships now. There's a lot of. Uh, uh, three people relationships going on three four people it's both mostly three that i've seen but hey just throw it out there sit them down to dinner give you reasoning and see if they go for it if they don't hey at least you tried <clears throat> but you never know motherfucker go ahead 
Moved in with my girl for eight months. She has two cats. Gifts from her ex. I'm severely allergic to cats, and I asked her to get rid of them. She said I can take Benadryl and chill or move the fuck out because the cats are staying. Oh, and the ex still visits the cats. What the hell? Advice. Hey, you're not as important as them cats, playboy. Just remember that one. Or the ex. Don't get it twisted, motherfucker. Alrighty. That's those. If you like those, please let me know. If you don't, we can keep it going. But goddamn, a choke fetish? And he says your grip ain't strong enough? That is just hilarious. <laughs> this man need Bane to strangle him. <laughs> damn it. He said, you were I was born in the darkness. This motherfucker need to get beat up. Ain't that some shit? Oh, wait. Shit I didn't get to yesterday. Oh, something that I found interesting. There's this dude that I, I used to work with. Uh, you know how people post their political beliefs on Facebook? Um, that's part of the reason why I got away from Facebook because you just see who people really are when it comes to Facebook and shit like that. And um, some people bring the Facebook attitude over to other uh, platforms of social media, you know what I mean? Like uh, chain letters and shit like that. Chain posts that they uh, copy paste and say, oh, get this many likes, get this many shares, or you'll go to heaven or some, some retarded shit like that. And, um, you know, like especially now, now that the uh, election is ramping up, the uh, political posts have gotten a little, a little sideways, a little out of hand and a little over the top. You know what I'm saying? And, um, there's this guy I used to work with and uh he was I didn't I didn't know that he felt felt this way until he uh I just happened to bump across his story. I didn't even I didn't even mean to. The guy doesn't never really post anything interesting. I don't even really know why I follow him. And um he was talking about it's a he posted a picture of a care bear and said that it's a care bear leave when the NBA went to protest again when they did another sit out and a and it, uh, you know, it's it's always really interesting when people reveal reveal their true colors. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a he's a a Cuban dude, you know, and uh, a Trump supporter guy. You know what I mean? Right winger type guy made it very clear. He said, "And if you don't like it, you can unfollow me." You know, one of those types. We've all seen him, and and it really goes to show that a lot of people only like black folks when they're scoring for their team. You know, because he didn't give a shit about anything else, but until them niggas stopped shooting at basketball, then he got mad. He's like, because he's a huge Lakers fan, right? And um, didn't get his uh, his team didn't get to he didn't get to see his team. He's a, he's a big NBA guy, so that's part of the reason why he gets pissed. And I don't really understand why people think that they own players. You know what I mean? I never understood the trash talk from the sidelines, like when. When Russell Westbrook told those uh, that couple in Utah that he would fuck him and his wife up, I felt that on a spiritual level. You know what I mean? I really understood what that wh- where that was coming from because them motherfuckers probably need to get fucked the hell up because you can't just say what the fuck you want to people and just think it's sweet. Like they're not your puppets, they're not your playthings. You know what I mean? And there's this dissonance. I don't I don't know if it's cognitive dissonance, but there's this no no it's not cognitive. There's this uh, disconnect. Between because they think there's this invisible barrier between the players and the the fans, you know what I mean? And until they actually come over that 
step across that uh that line and start choking the fuck out of motherfuckers like Ron Artest did. You know what I mean? Or like Stefan Marbury did to that referee. I think that was that was who it was. You know what I'm saying? Like some motherfuckers need to get like like you can't just talk to whoever, however. You know what I mean? Even if they're on your team. And one thing I would find very interesting is, you know, all the teams like Alabama, LSU, and the Gators, and uh, Miami, uh, you know, University, the, the Hurricanes, you know what I mean? All the uh, the big Southern football schools. If black people stopped going there, they wouldn't be anything. You know what I mean? Because there was one coach from back in the day from Alabama when USC started smoking them. And then he was like, well, I got to go get me some niggas. And then he realized, he was like, you can't you can't win without them. That's just the fact of the matter. You know what I mean? But it's unfortunate, like I've already said, that they only like you when you're scoring for their team. And I say that, like, for instance, like the college teams, like, let's just absolutely get away from them. Like, I'm a Kansas fan. Like, you know, just start going to HBCUs. Just get the fuck out of there. Just start. You're only going to do a year. All the major prospects. You know what I mean? Everybody already knows how good you are. Like, imagine if Zion would have went to, like, Morehouse or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that that would have been been really good. And we've seen a couple athletes actually already sign. And I think that's going to be really good because, you know, it's 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 frustrating. You know what I mean? That, you know, they got all this smoke. Like, like OJ. You know what I mean? He thought he thought white folks loved him. You know, just like that that famous Jay Z song 444. You know what I mean? He's like, uh, I'm not black. I'm no, no, no. It's a uh, story of OJ. You know, o- OJ didn't think he was black, but he got his nigga wake up call. You know, as a uh, who was it? Is that a uh, was that Dave Chappelle or was that uh, Richard Pryor who said that? One one of my one of the comedians and. uh yeah, he got his nigga wake up call and he realized that they didn't like him at all when the the tables returned, when he stopped running that football good, you know. So and the guy like like another thing that he 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 uh he uses this language like um I don't know where the fuck this term come came comes from, but like I see cuck all over the place and I see um beta male and shit like that. Like real niggas don't use no phrases like that. You know what I mean? So like if, if somebody's running around calling people a beta male and a cuck and shit like that, like I feel like it's like they're trying to overcompensate. You know what I'm saying? Like real men don't do that shit. Like who the fuck's running around calling somebody some shit like that? Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? It's a weird. That's su- that's such a strange thing to call somebody. Like out of all the things you call, you call somebody a bitch ass nigga. It, it, it'll hit different than cuck. You know what I mean? Because I found out what the fuck that meant like a week ago, and it like blew me away. I was like, bro, what the fuck is going on here? And, like, I was like, why are people saying this shit? What the fuck does this mean? Because, like, I've seen it everywhere on 4chan. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that was. I thought it was just some some phrase that I wasn't trying to, you know, that I wasn't hip to. Like, all the other shit on, on Twitter, you know. It's like, um, the lingo, the lingo that they're coming up with every two minutes. I can't keep up. And then they're calling motherfuckers, like, beta males and shit like that. Who the fuck says that? Like, the fuck does that even mean? You know what I mean? Because if you saw this guy, you're like, dude, I'll whoop this dude's ass. This dude's a bitch anyway. And it's always motherfuckers like that. You know what I mean? That are fucking treating women like shit and calling them all types of names. And then fucking calling other dudes beta males behind a keyboard. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. What the hell is actually really going on? Uh, I 
What else did I have in his notes? Oh, the fucking, the grifter, Sean King. That motherfucker. I'm, if I am tired of one motherfucker, it's him. I cannot believe this guy, right? He's obviously a white guy. And he's, he's, he's the white, he's the, he's the male Rachel Dolezal, right? And, um, the reason, like, like part of the reason why I don't like him is because number one, he wouldn't take a DNA test. He won't do that 23 and me. I fucking bet you like he still, he has not done it. He will not do it and refuses to do it. He's been ducking that. Um, he had, uh, all the funds that he started with, uh, Trayvon Martin and Tamir Rice kept the money, you know? And it's traceable. You know what I mean? People call him Talcum X. You know, he only uses it. He, he's basically the new um, Al Sharpton. You know, he doesn't. Uh, he uh, He's only using uh, the black plight in America as a stepping stool for him to make money. You know what I mean? And then he used the death of Chadwick Boseman to sell his fucking books. Right. The motherfucker's a piece of shit. And then he fucking doubled down on it, talking about it, and I would do it again. I was like, you fucking raggedy motherfucker. He's another one of those people who, like, talks a lot of shit and say that, like, oh, this is the worst thing ever, but turns around and makes a bunch of money off of it. Like, you're a liar. Like, this is your livelihood. You know what I'm saying? Without without all this thing, without all these things that you're claiming to be bad, you wouldn't even, like, make any money. So what the fuck are you talking about? You're actually doing really good off of this shit. You dig what I'm saying? Like it, it really fucks me up because like, like people like him, got other people looking at light skins like me funny style. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like motherfucker. Like and it it, it really pisses. Me. Like honestly, if, if I saw him, I'd knock him the hell out. So fuck that motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. We can really be with that shit. Just like what kind of piece of shit does something like that? Like he, I'm telling you, motherfucker is an ambulance chaser all day, and people are still hoodwinked by this motherfucker. They still believe he is the real deal. If you don't get this, motherfucker the fuck up out of here. Anyway, I just watched the Houston and the Lakers game. And boy, the Lakers defense looked abysmal in the second half, boy. I tell you what. Uh, they 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 just couldn't really, I don't know, man. Like, Westbrook was, was dropping late into the fourth. You know what I'm saying? He was doing some good shit. Uh... Uh, James Harden hit him up, got him, got him 36. You know, PJ Tucker was out there doing his motherfucking thing when Bleacher Report came out with that uh, that Looney Tunes uh, Space Jam spoof. It, like, like what happened? PJ Tucker went off and did his goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm proud of him for that. Motherfucker played in Greece, played at all kinds of places, bounced all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Where is his? That doesn't make any sense. Let's see. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, that's a score. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah, yeah. Defensively, man, he just did his motherfucking thing. You know, uh, pissed LeBron off in some in some spots. Eric Gordon, three point monster, was out there dropping him. I mean, missed a lot of them, but still, you know what I'm saying? God damn it. He did his motherfucking thing. Um, what else? Uh, West, Westbrook was doing his goddamn thing too. You know what I'm saying? Got him cool little 24. And like a lot of people shit on Westbrook. I, why? I never really understood it. I always loved his heart. 
his spirit, his tenacity. And you know what I got to say? As much as I love LeBron, and also Jeff Green, love Jeff Green. Um, as, as like I, I got to say it, man. Like I want to see the Rockets beat the Lakers. I want I want to see the, the Rockets get their championships. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's Westbrook's turn. Because he got looked over MVP. Like like I think like he should have by numbers. I think he should have probably like he should have two MVPs. You know what I'm saying? He got looked over two, maybe three. I think he got looked over because like Steph Curry was just dropping threes at crazy. You know what I'm saying? But his stats still didn't compare equally to Westbrook's at the time. So Westbrook was doing more on the floor, but Steph Curry's shooting ability was just so spectacular that it just took all the attention away from anything else. You know, I mean, sometimes it happens. It happens like that. Uh, LeBron had 20, you know, uh, kind of, you know, he, he had some nice blocks. Uh, Anthony Davis was pulling up from three. I saw, well, I think he would do it like, like one or two times. <clears throat> but I gotta say, man, I, I want to see Houston pull this one off. And I'm, I'm really, I'm really surprised at the Heat. The Heat has been taking it to to Milwaukee. God damn it. Uh, and Giannis has to develop that shot, man. And honestly, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he fucking turned around and went to the goddamn Mavericks. Because I think the Mavericks are going to have 60 mil coming off the books, right? And then with uh, Luka, and you got Chris Stapps. I mean, you got a you got a defender, and you got the fucking, the the freak Giannis. I mean, like, bro, like, what, what are you going to do with that? You dig what I'm saying? Um, I think Jimmy Butler uh, went off again. But uh, back to the heat. Uh, the way that Harden is playing, I'm excited to see him playing defense now. You know, he had that block the, uh, the other day the other day, you know what I'm saying, to seal the series, to move on to the Lakers. And I think he only had like 13 points or some shit that game. Let me go back. I don't remember. But defensively, he's finally doing his thing. He's stepping up, you know what I'm saying? Because like we're, we're seeing deeper playoff Harden, you know what I'm saying? So maybe because like earlier in the season, he's not going to give a whole lot of effort, you know what I'm saying? Because if, he, if he's like, I hacked the game already, so if I could just keep on shooting and then keep on getting to the free throw line, then we're gonna we're just gonna outscore them, and I don't really have to play defense in the first place, you know. But now that it's real time crunch time and they can actually win, I think now he's finally stepping this shit up. But we're seeing uh, OKC Harden again, you dig? And I'm excited for that, and I really hope that it happens. Ooh wee! Yeah, I can't believe Miami is really leading this series three zero. Man. But yeah, a lot of people were shitting on uh, Giannis. Um, wow, he shot seven three pointers and didn't hit a bitch. Yeah, damn. Anyway, uh, what else is going on in the NBA? Oh, one thing. Damn, I had this on the fucking. I wrote this down a minute ago when they were. Uh, I, I thought it was really funny how everybody was shitting on Kyrie when he said. Uh, we should all, you know, not play because of the racial turmoil. And, you know, I got to say, like, I, I really think Kyrie Irving is hotep. I, I think he's hotep. I think he's a little misunderstood. You know, everybody's calling him a cancer. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's calling him this and calling him that. You know, he gets he gets hurt all the time. But I think, like, everybody's making fun of him for being a flat earther. You know, he has these uh, these uh, odd tattoos. You know what I mean? But I think I, I think Kyrie Irving is hotep. 
And why the fuck did they put Nash to be the fucking head coach of Brooklyn? What the fuck kind of shit is that? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Whatever, that's another conversation for another time. At any rate, uh, what else did I have here? Oh, I saw this crazy video of, uh, you know, like like now people are getting evicted. You know what I mean? Because they, they couldn't pay the rent. And, uh, eesh, that guy's face was fucked up. And, um, you know, like, uh, a lot of people were uh, talking shit on landlords, you know what I mean? And uh, understandably so, because, you know, uh, with the real estate game, when everything is sweet, you know, when everything is good and going good, uh, people who own, like, for instance, like, giant apartment buildings, they don't have to work, you know? Like, they don't, they don't really have to work. They just live off the rent from the tenants, you know, and then they pay upkeep and, you know, things like things of that nature because, um, but now who do they pay the, like, how are they going to pay the property taxes? You know what I mean? Or even if they don't even fully own the building, how are they going to, how are they going to make the payments for on the building to the bank? You know what I'm saying? So like, and it's really funny to see LLC Twitter when they talk about like, the the would you the stupid would you rather is like would you rather have two million dollars right now or would you rather have like brunch with Jay Z you know what I'm saying like like stupid shit like that and you hear them fucking popping off at the mouth and shit and they're about to move in with their parents too you know what I'm saying motherfuckers think it's sweet but not everybody got the answers to these to this shit you dig what I'm saying and uh, the video and they had to they had to put people out. And uh, one of the guys, he was a worker. He was uh, helping take things out of the apartment building. It was kind of heartbreaking because he was crying. And he was like, look, this could be me. You know what I mean? And honestly, I feel like he feels like the other shoe is going to drop soon because the landlord, like if the landlord doesn't have tenants, how does he, like I said, how does he pay the property taxes? He just has this building that's here. You know what I mean? And that's if he even he or she even owns it. And so that means ultimately when all those tenants are out, he's going to eventually be out of a job too. You dig what I'm saying? So he probably, so maybe that's why he was crying. He was like, look, this could be me. This could be my family. I got two kids. I got a wife that I love, you know what I mean? And I'm thankful that I can go home to them every night and that they do have a place to sleep, you know? And, um, as I was driving into town, I saw a family in the corner, you know, like, like we, we're seeing them more and more now with the, um, the sign that, oh, we need, uh, money to get here, get here, get there and do this and do that. And, you know, I don't know, man. So like sometimes, you know, when you're living in your own world and, uh, reality actually hits you because it's crazy how we can curate everything in our little orbit. Uh, to what we want it to be like to to the way that we want the world to be you know what i mean whether it's through your social media the way that you've um liked certain posts shared certain things and now it's it's all you see whether it's on youtube you like this video you like that video you watch these types of videos and that's all you see you know what i mean and uh you always have we always have our headphones in you know me personally but well, well me me like uh 100 because that's like all i do because i don't want to be bothered bothered for the most part so like it's just really interesting how we can just make our own little world and act as if nothing else around us exists you know so i don't know maybe i need to practice being more mindful 
you know. But uh, with that being said, this has been the Gutter Sluts Podcast. Uh, if you uh, like the beginning, please let me know. If you didn't, please let me know because I won't do that shit again because uh, it didn't really seem uh, right. It was a little off the cuff. Um, if you got anything else, uh, email uh, guttersluttspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, all right, y'all. See you later. Nissan believes you deserve a car that thrills you. So we have to ask, does your car thrill you? When you hit the pedal, do you get something back? A chill in your spine, goosebumps on your goosebumps. When you take off, do your fingers tighten around the steering wheel? Does your heart beat in your stomach and your breath catch in your chest? Does driving make you feel alive? Because it should. And if your car doesn't thrill you, ours will. This is the new Nissan. 911, what's your emergency? Señora, ¿me está diciendo que un tren le pegó a una camioneta? Sí, yo pensé que que sería cruzar, el hijo iba rápido, creo, y después... ¡Ay, Dios mío, qué horror! No puedes saber a qué velocidad viene un tren. Por eso están los señalamientos de advertencia. Obedécelos. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Netza.